Welcome to the Leadership Lowdown. This is Vic Versero right here on the Michigan Business Network. I'm so glad you could join us and so glad we have an opportunity to share another great story about somebody that I met not so long ago and uh, actually was pretty impressed with this young leader. And I thought this is the kind of individual that would impress a lot of people that have dreams and aspirations of making a difference in the world. And so I thought, this is somebody we need to have on the Leadership Lowdown. And that's why we have with us today, Paul Anderson. He is, I believe that we refer to his official title as Community Development Specialist, but he's with an organization called SWAG of Lansing. And so, Paul, welcome to our show. We're glad you're with us. Hey, thanks for having me. It's an honor to be on. Yeah, I'm glad you could be a part of us. And why don't you give me the real quick version of your organization so we can just get started and give people some context of exactly what it is to be a part of SWAG. Tell me about your organization. Sure. So I'm the Community Development Specialist for SWAG. SWAG stands for Southwest Action Group. And it's simple. Like Our mission is to uplift and empower the community fostering unity and proving the overall well-being of individuals, families in Southwest Lansing. Yeah, and that is the important key there is that it isn't Southwest Michigan or Southwest United States or whatever. It's Southwest Lansing. Interesting enough, Paul, I was invited one time to go and talk to the Southwest Poultry Association, and I was kind of excited. I thought, well, that's great. Where in Southwest Michigan are we going to go? And after I got all committed to it, I realized it was the Southwest United States Poultry Association. So I was going to talk to Tyson and all the other people that kill chickens, you know. So when you say Southwest, it's like, well, where's that at? So it's Southwest Lansing, but I think it's exciting for me to talk about what you do and some of the actions that are going on. So that's what SWAG stands for. And tell me, is that an organization that's a 501c3 or what's the bones of the organization? Yeah, so we're a 501c3 nonprofit organization, and, you know, we're passionate about revitalizing public spaces, supporting small businesses, supporting local artists, and organizing community events. Well, and you know, it's such a neat thing because you're talking about really making a difference. And I want to get into some great detail about your organization because I'm so impressed with you and so impressed with what you're doing in the community. But I wanted to ask and kind of maybe take us back to the beginning. Did you grow up in that corner of the city? So I grew up in Chicago and I moved to Lansing about 11 or 12 years ago with my girlfriend at the time. And we were just having our oldest son, our first son, Jeremiah. And I, you know, fast forward seven years later, we moved to the south side of town. And that was where we started to get involved in the community. We started going to swag meetings. And that is where I decided to just, you know, I wanted to be involved and I wanted to help out in any way that I could. But even then, you know, I wasn't working for SWAG. I didn't even think about working for SWAG. I just was passionate about wanting to see change done in the community and wanting to get involved and help out in any way that I could. And the people that were already going to those meetings are very passionate about what they do. And they're very passionate about the Lansing community. So I just fit right in. Well, it sounded like it made sense to you. But, you know, I think that's kind of extraordinary because here you are, a young person. And when you came to the city, did you have a career of something else you were doing or some other employment opportunity that you were currently working on? Or did you have, because of that 
career situation, you had some extra time on your hand where you had the ability to attend these meetings. What came first, the chicken or the egg? That's a good question. So when I first came to Lansing, I was struggling to find a job, you know, being a new dad, you know, and was kind of just, you know, worried about if I was going to be a good dad and not knowing that I needed to provide for my family. And the first, you know, real job that I got was at Bigby Coffee. And, you know, I began there as a barista and working at Bigby changed my life because, you know, it was the first time where I got into a position and I embodied the core values of the company. So Bigby's core values are be happy, make friends, I think it's love people and drink great coffee. And so I embodied those core values. And then, you know, from there, you know, Bigby also helped me to dream again. And so I realized that I had this dream and this passion to want to get involved in my community. And I was meeting all different types of people at Bigby Coffee. And so that, you know, is when the dream was born to want to get involved in and to do some community outreach. That is so cool. You know, it's kind of interesting, you know, some of the greatest things begin with humble beginnings. And let's just face it, nothing ever should happen without a great cup of coffee. So I love the fact that your world started that way. And some great things have happened ever since then. So I can't wait to hear more about this. And so glad, Paul Anderson, you're right here with us on the Leadership Lowdown. This is the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Vershiro. We'll be right back. Sinair has been advancing communities and providing opportunities for people in Michigan for more than 25 years. Through lending, investments, and the creation of homes and jobs, Sinair has made a combined $7 billion impact on the communities they serve. Learn more at www.sinair.com. And we're back right here on the Leadership Lowdown with the Michigan Business Network and with Paul Anderson. He is absolutely the community development specialist that's working for SWAG, which is Southwest Action Group for Lansing, Michigan. And so, Paul, you're making the world's best coffee right there at Big V's, and you're meeting engaging, interesting people. And I just love the fact you're not just mindlessly going at it. You're paying attention to the people that are coming through the door. Tell me about that. Well, it's interesting because, you know, as a barista, you know, at Bigby, you know, they want you to engage with people, you know. And so, you know, and I think that that was a part of their brand, right? The part of their brand was we want you to get to know the community. We want you to get to know these people, ask people different questions. So me being from Chicago and not knowing anybody, what better way to immerse myself into the Lansing community? Yeah, you're just being curious. Tell me about the city, right? Right. And so I was meeting all different types of people. And one of those people that I met at the time was Virg Venero. 
And I was just completely blown away because it's like, why is the mayor coming into this coffee shop? You know, why is the mayor of Lansing coming into this coffee shop? You got to understand I came from a town where you're just literally a number, right? So in being able to meet a mayor was like, you know, it's just not going to happen. It blew my mind that the mayor was in the coffee shop. And so I was like, wow, you know, I can see myself getting involved in some capacity. You know, if it has this small town kind of vibe that Lansing has, and so that just kind of inspired me to start going to community meetings and get more involved and get to know the city. Well, and so when you say going to community meetings, did somebody tap you on the shoulder and said, hey, we're doing this or hey, there's this meetings happening? Or did you just, how did you kind of stumble into some of the right meetings? The people, honestly, like it was the people that were coming in and me connecting with those people. And they were telling me about all the things that they had planned and all the things that they had going on. And so a lot of those people, you know, it was a number of people, you know, lawyers and doctors and community advocates and all sorts of people coming in. And then we, as Bigby, had a community board that we kept in the coffee shop where people used to post events or things that they had going on in the community. And so I was always kind of looking to see what was happening around me. That curiosity, although it came, I think, from some of the interesting people that you met, did any of this come from people that were walking in your life earlier? So was it your parents that were highly involved or a grandparent or somebody that was like, yeah, this is what we did all our life. It just was a natural for me to get involved. Because I have to tell you, Paul, this is not the way a lot of people think and act is, uh, yeah, not it's always somebody else down the road that should do it, not me. And I always have a saying that volunteers don't, meaning usually volunteers don't look for the job. Somebody had to go and ask them. And here you are stepping out, slinging coffee, and all of a sudden going, I'm kind of curious. So is that DNA? Is that somebody that showed you the way? Well, I would like to say that my grandmother showed me the way. She played a pivotal role in my life. You know, well, my parents, you know, had me young, and so they weren't able to, you know, do all the things that they could. But my grandmother, you know, she empowered me. You know, she made me believe that I was more than what society told me that I was. And so she really helped my life get on the right track. And, you know, she's not here today. But you learn some of life's greatest lessons and you don't even know you're in school at the moment, right? (laughs) You look back on that and you just have that. And I remember, you know, Paul, in my background, my dad was older when I was born and he would tell me these old stories and he would tell me the same story over and over again. And when he wasn't looking, I'd be mouthing the words, pretending you know, and rolling my eyes, here we go again. And you know what? Isn't it something, Paul, we'd give anything to have a chance to hear those stories just one more time, wouldn't we? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And so but you so you mentioned the quote, and one quote that she gave me that I live by is to do on to others mm. as you want others to do on to you. And so what better way to, you know, do on to my fellow human being than to get involved and try to help the community in which I live in become better? And so that's what I did. That's what I live by. Yeah. And of course, I just wonder, is it because in your coffee slinging days, in your barista days, did you have time in the later in the day? Because coffee's kind of really highly desired in the morning. So did you have your afternoons available where you could actually go out and make an impact and get involved? 
Well, not exactly, because I just didn't know. Like I said, the dream was born again, but because I was working and I didn't have the, I didn't know what I didn't know. I just had to dream again, you know? Yeah. And I was like, wow, I know what to do, but I just now need to have the time. And so after Big B, I organized a group of people together and to start a youth program called yeah. Loud, so Live Out Your Dreams. And, you know, my wife now and some other folks that I had, you know, to help me out, you know, we put together a business plan and, you know, some bylaws and, you know, we organized and, you know, it was the first real attempt to give something to the Lansing community, a void that I feel like needed to be filled. And, you know, I failed at that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, well, and part of that, Paul, is oftentimes the first failings we have along the way. But we've got to jump to a break here. But I want to hear more because it's not about falling down. It's about getting back up again. And I'm just so glad, Paul, you got back up and you're with us right here on the Leadership Lowdown. We'll be right back. We do office and have been exceeding our customers' expectations since 1984. DBI is celebrating its 30th anniversary as a premier office supply and furniture dealer in mid-Michigan. DBI offers more products and services than any other office supply and furniture dealer in mid-Michigan. Find out what DBI can do for your office at dbis.com. We're back right here on the Leadership Lowdown on the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Versero. We have Paul Anderson with us who's doing some great things in the city. And I just thought it's a story that all of us need to hear and understand because it's an inspiring thought about doing something special and making a difference right where you're planted, where you're at, and doing great things. And that's what Paul's doing. And Paul, you said you started an organization called Loud, which is Live Out Your Dreams. And it didn't go real smooth for you right at the beginning. So you struggled a bit on a couple quick stumbles. Yeah, absolutely. What happened Uh, there? Well, you know, it was the lack of experience and it was the lack of, you know, connections, really. Because, you know, one thing that I know is that it's all about relationships and who you know. And I think that, you know, one of the things was it wasn't that the, you know, our mission, like Loud's mission was to, you know, encourage and motivate middle and high school youth students to, you know, help them become, you know, leaders in the community, right? And so we had this mission of doing this and giving them a platform but you know, I didn't know how to get funding. I didn't know all the things that really went into building an organization from the ground up, like a nonprofit organization at that from the ground up. So there was a lot of things that I needed to learn, a lot of things that I didn't know. But one thing that I knew I was good at was bringing people together. 
And so we brought a wonderful group of people together and we would have discussions about, you know, the things that we wanted to see change and happen in the community along with, you know, helping the youth. So that's pretty much where we started. Well, and so many times there's great desire and great enthusiasm to make a difference, but there's also very few resources. And so, you know, you got no way to fund anything. You can't hire staff. You can't do all those things. You're relying on volunteers and people of like mind. And so that's part of what's happening is that you're gathering a little bit of synergy as you're moving forward as a young person going, hey, I find other people that want to do positive things. Then it's a matter of getting organized and getting the resources together. Were there some really cool things that happened early on that goes, wow, this is kind of exciting to find this many people with these kind of like-minded emotions? Yeah, you know, honestly, and really I had a lot of people in my life that, because during the time I was learning to be a leader, like, and I didn't know that. I was learning to be a leader. And so, you know, at the time, Errol Miskin, who was my manager at Bigby, he would give me books, you know, good to great. And, you know, he was the real example that I had, the first example that I had about what it looks like to actually be a leader. And so, you know, him and then, Another friend of mine, Christopher Thompson, showed me a lot of things, and he actually was the first person to really take me into the Lansing community and take me to the mayor's office and take me to all of these different places and show me how government works and things like that. And then James Butler, you know, God rest his soul, he was somebody who, you know, put a microphone in my hand in a crowd full of entrepreneurs and different leaders in the Lansing community told me to tell these people who you are and tell these people you know, what you're working on and what you want to do in the Lance community. So I really appreciated his mentorship as well. Well, that's pretty exciting, you know, and it takes a little bit of uh, confidence that he must have had in you to put a microphone in your hand because sometimes you're like, uh-oh, he's got the mic, <laughs> and you don't, you got to know who you're giving that moment to. So it sounds like you impress these people with your interest and your commitment and your whole community-minded first steps. So at what point in time did it become clear that swag was in the future for you when you were going to be moving in that direction? Did you help develop it or did somebody come and tap you on the shoulder? Well, it's interesting. So before I started working for swag, my last job was Moneyball Sportswear. To where I had another mentor who was Desmond Ferguson and he really showed me how to you know, run a business. And so my wife and I started a business called Stay Rooted during the pandemic and Stay Rooted Lansing we, is now the nonprofit that we have, you know, and we ended up transitioning to. Just thinking about it, what point in time did it become clear that swag was the next step for you? Right. But it sounds like there was some business acumen that you developed because somebody kind of pointed you in the direction of business. And then you launched your own business right in the middle of a pandemic. Yes, right. So swag came to me again, like my wife is from the south side of Lansing. Okay, so she went to Everett. She has south side roots. And she's actually very, very community driven. She is really all about the community. And so watching her inspired me in some aspects. And maybe she was the one that was really the kind of the thing that really helped you bloom where you were planted. So we're going to have to take a moment to pay some bills and go on a quick break right now. And we'll hear more about that when we come right back here on the Michigan Business Network. Michigan. 
The attorneys of Foster Swift, Collins & Smith offer legal counsel to businesses, families, individuals, and municipalities throughout Michigan with offices in Lansing, Farmington Hills, Grand Rapids, Detroit, Marquette, and Holland. Clients know they can count on Foster Swift for all their legal needs, from straightforward wills to sophisticated business transactions and complex litigation. Learn more about Foster Swift and how they can assist you at fosterswift.com. This is the Leadership Lowdown right here on the Michigan Business Network. I'm so grateful that Paul Anderson took time out from some of the great things he's doing in Southwest Lansing to uh, create an opportunity for us to hear about his work in the organization and some of the great things that are going on. But you know, Paul, it's just like my world. I just celebrated my 37th wedding anniversary and I've been married to this wonderful bride of mine for all these years and she helps me in so many ways. And in our last segment, it sounds like you have uh, somebody special in your life that's actually helped lead you and encourage you to get involved. So she's fully supportive of what you're doing. Absolutely. And, you know, we work together hand in hand. You know, like I said, she's very passionate about the Lansing community and wanting to see different change and things like that happen. You know, she has a vision of what the community should look like for people that look like her and people that look like us. And so she's always, you know, advocating for that change to happen. Well, and I think that's so exciting to think about some of the ways that people find like-minded people and then they get what I call synergy, of course, is the notion that as we stand alone and we start moving together, all of a sudden what happens is that there's an extra amount of energy that gets formed and some great things can happen. So I don't want to run us out of too much time because of these segments go so quickly, but I do want to make sure I understand some of the neat things that SWAG has gotten involved with. So tell me, your involvement with SWAG became very clear and all of a sudden you realize we're doing something special here. And so tell me about some of the early things you were involved with and some of the things that go, oh, we're on to something here. I was going to swag meetings that happened every first Tuesday of the month. And so, you know, it just felt like a, a real family and a real community. And so, you know, it's like I can't even tell you. Someone suggested along the way, Jeffrey Brown, who's a good friend of mine, you know, we kept running into him because he was, one of our state rooted customers, he was buying plants from us and we would run into him at our pop-ups that we were having. And he was like, you know, Paul, I think you should go for this position. You know, when it came up, I think you should be the community development specialist for Slide. I think you are a great fit for that. And I kind of rejected it at first because I didn't want it to be about the money. I just wanted to do the work just to do the work. Like the, the work that I do for Swag, I would do for free because I'm passionate about right. it. But he strongly encouraged that I apply and that, you know, I get involved. And so, yeah, ever since then, and like I say, you know, Southwest Lansing, it's truly an amazing place to live, right? When we're talking about the businesses or when we're talking about the residents, these people are passionate. They come, they always show out, they support. You know, we have a great city council member who represents, you know, Southwest Lansing, like, you know, in Ward 3. But, you know, SWAG has already been doing these things in the community. I just came to also contribute to the great things that are already yeah. happening. Nice, which is great. You know, it's about looking around, seeing some great things happening, and then yeah. deciding that you're going to help contribute to yeah. that great stuff that's yeah. going on. So tell me some of the things that were early successes that you saw that you thought, wow, that's pretty cool. I love that project. What would an initial project that made you go, wow, let's get going? 
I'll start small. It was the cleanups that SWAG does. Like they would have cleanups at the intersection of Pleasant Grove and Homes, which is in the heart of the project area that we serve. And, you know, so Pleasant Grove and Homes is our focus area. So they would do cleanups in the plaza, in the square. And I had never really been a part of a cleanup before. And so that inspired me. And then there was a barbecue event that they have every year that the former community development specialist put on, you know. And so that was like my first real big event in this position. And that happened in September. And almost 200 people came out. You know, we had all sorts of people. We had Capital Area District Library. We had the Mike Lynn and Erica Lynn, who are community advocates, and they do amazing things in the community. We had RDC, the Refugee Development Center came out. Some amazing people. Just, I know I'm probably missing a lot of people, but, you know, we had quite a few different people come out and support Southwest Lansing and to really celebrate. So those couple things is what really drew me to get involved with SWAG and to help out. But it was the community meetings, really. Yeah. It was those community meetings and people getting together to talk about things that they're passionate about and things and the change that they want to see happen in the community. And that's really what did it. Well, and it's exciting what happens when you get people together and people start talking about what they can do, what they can contribute, and then they take action. And I think action is the big part about it. And even if it's something as simple as a cleanup, which everybody could do and be a part of, making the community look better just brings about the sense of pride and some good things can happen from that. Good things are happening right here because Paul Anderson is with us right here on the Leadership Lowdown. We're so glad you're with us, Paul. So glad you tuned in to the Michigan Business Network. We'll be right back. right here on the Leadership Lowdown here on the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Versero, and of course, we have an opportunity to talk to some really great people doing great things. And as Paul, as we talk about what's going on in the southwest side of Lansing, there's an organization, I think it's called Southside Coalition. Uh, Is that Community Coalition. There we go. And tell me a little bit about that, because I've heard some good things about that. So the Southside Community Coalition, they have been around, like I said, for 20 years this year. They started in 2003, and they're committed to enhancing the lives of the people in Lansing, in the community, in Southwest Lansing. And I want to call her the director, 
but that's probably not her title. Her name is Yolanda Williams, and, you know, she's the Youth and Senior Program Coordinator. That's her official title. And she and Jonathan Rosewood and Dietrich Pops and Dave Wiener, they have been there, especially Dave and Yolanda, have been there, you know, just doing the work, doing the work that we all want to see done in the community. You know, they're boots on the ground. They have a hoop house there. And they're doing all sorts of things and helping the youth and helping bring different resources and services to the seniors and just different health programs. Yeah, they're doing amazing work. There. So with that, Paul, you mentioned they're doing so many different things. So is that things that they're more like the mortar where they're helping pull together these different resources and making people aware? Or are they providing the services themselves? What would be the focus of their work? I think that they're providing the services, right? They're providing the services and, you know, it's like kind of this unspoken thing. Like my mission, personal mission, is to highlight the things that they are already doing, right? Southside Community Coalition has been around for 20 years, Vic, you know, getting involved and doing all of these amazing things in the community. And my job is to highlight those things. That's why I said, like, in the beginning, you know, when we were first talking, you know, there were already amazing things happening in Southwest Lansing, but people just don't know about yeah, it. Yeah, right. A stigma about the South Side and Southwest Lansing. And, you know, my job was just to highlight all the amazing things that are already happening. And South Side Community Coalition has been around for 20 years doing all of the amazing things that are happening in the community. Well, and the trail of good that you can do when you're at it for that long is pretty amazing. So I just love the fact that they've won you over as somebody that you believe in and doing great things. Now, it's not just an organization. They've got a building that's there as well. Where's their facility at? Yeah, 2101 West Holmes Road. That's actually where the SWAG office is as well. Yeah, and so, you know, they just had got a project. And so they have solar panels on the roof now. So this is a completely solar-powered community center. Well, how about that? All we need now is some yeah. sunshine, right? Yeah, <laughs> that kind of helps it. <laughs> well, go. you know, and of course, that's kind of the bit is that organizations like this bring a little sunshine to wherever they go. And so if you look at some of these things, are these set up... And I guess I would ask the same question of SWAG. Are there board of directors for SWAG and for the coalition? Both of them have organizations that people are a part of? Yes, absolutely. And so I wonder, as that happens, tell me, in your mind, does somebody need to be living in the south side of Lansing or the southwest side of Lansing to be involved or to be engaged? Tell me about that. Not exactly. We have all sorts of people who come to support swag and who come to our swag meetings you know the people that it's not just the folks that live in the area there's folks from all over the city that come and support swag and and to show up and getting involved yeah and so when you look at these elements so how are the organizations supported is it primarily through grant funding is it primarily through donations is it corporate donations personal donations tell me about the funding I'd say grant funded, mainly grant funding, mainly grant funding. And then probably next would be donations. Yeah. So you get the funding for these things, which can help put the financial challenges behind you a bit. But there's always the issue of trying to find enough volunteers and enough people that want to make a difference. Has that been a challenge for you? It has been a challenge. You know, it has been a challenge, but we continue to let people know 
of the mission that we're on. And the more people that are aware of the mission, the more people want to get involved. So anyone who's listening, you know, we would love to have more membership for SWAG. And if that's something that you would like to do, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. You can email me at paul at joinswag.org and we would love to have you, anybody. Well, that's great, Paul. And we've got one last segment to talk about ways to get involved and things you're doing. So we'll be right back after these messages right here on the Leadership Lowdown, the Michigan Business Network. Physicians Health Plan is local. For 35 years, we've been a part of your community, and we take pride in helping you get the coverage, care, and personal service you deserve. Go to phpmichigan.com for more information. We're the health plan that works for you. Well, we're on our final segment here with Paul Anderson. Of course, you know, Paul, I would be remiss if we didn't spend just a moment to call out some recent recognition that you received, and it's well-deserved, as you can tell. The Chamber of Commerce here in the greater Lansing area puts out something, I think they call it the 10 over the next 10. Do I have that right? Absolutely. They honored you as somebody that's noteworthy. Tell me about that award. So yeah, the 10 over the next 10 award is, it's an award awarded to young professionals who are projected to do and to have a community impact, a significant community impact over the next 10 years. And so it was really an honor to receive that award. And I just wanted to, you know, shout out the other 10 over the next 10 classmates, Miles Johnson, Mikey Austin, Jack Ryan, Kristen... She works with the Greater Lansing Food Bank. Samantha Lee, she's with Martin Commercial Properties. Andrew Gauthier, I think, Groovy Donuts. Amanda Hadley, Full Circle Financial Planning. And Ryan Hunt of Michigan Works Association. I hope that I mailed and got everybody. Uh, well, um, and that's always a danger when you get to mentioning names yeah. like that. But that's a pretty impressive list. And really, it's exciting for me to look into the future a little bit and say, man, we're in some pretty good hands with the list of people you rattled off there and yeah. some of the people There's that are one, there. There is one more, Lisa Barner. I knew there was a black dog coffee. And she is phenomenal. So I knew there was one more other person that I'm missing. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to touch No, I love it. I love it. And I think it's so exciting. And of course, you know, you're a rarefied company with that. And it's exciting because here's why it's exciting to me, Paul. People are noticing. And when people notice, it means that you're not just working tirelessly and aimlessly. You're actually making an impact and doing some things that people are going, wow, that isn't just action. That's uh, specific results and progress. And that is different than action because you can flail your arms and not be flying at all. But in your case, you're making some great things happen along the way. Tell me, are there some projects in Southwest Lansing that you're excited about and you really think is going to be something that's going to be noteworthy here in the next few months, years ahead? Well, yeah, we're putting on an event called Holiday in the Square. 
And that is an event where we put a Christmas tree together and lights and, you know, we'll have Santa Claus and we'll have, you know, hot chocolate and, you know, some holiday cheer and some music. So, yeah, we're having that December 1st. I believe that's a Friday. Wow. Um, so, want to encourage people to come on out and uh, light the Christmas tree in Southwest Lansing. And everybody's invited, right? So it's everybody's invited. Not just those folks that are lucky enough to live in Southwest uh, Lansing, right? So anybody yeah. can come. Well, that's kind of exciting. And tell me, if you looked at immediate needs, you're probably between funding and volunteers. Are those kind of the two biggest things that the swag needs to make some great things continue to happen? Yeah, I would say that, you know, funding, volunteers, those are some of probably the biggest things that we could, yeah, funding and volunteers. And you said there's a meeting, I think it's the first Tuesday of every month. Is that something that anybody that like you, that might be a former barista that could say, I'd like to at least hear more about what's going on down there. Could anybody attend that meeting? Yeah, everybody's welcome to that meeting. And in fact, the next one is November 7th. And it's always held at the Southside Community Coalition which is 2101 West Holmes Road. And, you know, we're always giving exciting updates. We're always having great discussions. And, you know, it's, it's an opportunity to get involved and to really see and make and have an impact in Southwest Lansing. Well, and I think it's exciting. And, you know, what's really exciting for me is somebody like you to have an impact in doing what you're doing. It's not just, I want to say a lot of younger people don't always have that sense of community service. But i just afraid that a lot of people, regardless of age and experience, just don't look around and say, how could I get involved? And I think you have challenged all of us to be thinking about that and to do that in a special way and to make a difference in the community that you live in and a chance to serve. So tell me, Paul, one more time, how do people get a hold of you and get a hold of the organization and find you guys? Yeah, so people can reach out to me via email at paul at joinswag.org and people can also email the organization email southwestlansing1 at gmail.com and so people can reach out there or you can you know contact us on our social media platforms and you know you can send us a dm or you know facebook messages however it is comfortable for you but you're well open Paul, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for making a difference in your community. We're so glad that we got you out of Chicago and in here into the greater Lansing area because you're somebody to watch over the next 10 years. As a matter of fact, you're somebody to watch right now because of the great things that you're doing. Paul, thank you very much for all you do. Thank you so much, Rick, for having me on. Well, you're a blessing, and you're a blessing for listening in to the Michigan Business Network. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Leadership Lowdown. I'm Vic Versero. I can't wait to talk to you next time.